Good morning, good evening, and good night, everyone. I am Lisbon Lucia, the host of MediaCast, and today we're having, we'll be having a reception of it. Hello, I'm Maria Fanos, and I'm also MediaCast's lovely co-host. Hello, Misaki. Would you like to introduce yourself? Well, hello, hello. I'm so excited to be on MediaCast. I've been looking forward to this day for a few weeks and I'm just so glad when you all asked me to be your special guest on this podcast. Love listening to your show. Uh, it's very informative. And yeah, I'm here to represent the Gems Camp and um, let's get into our discussion, whatever your topic is for today. That's amazing. Now that you've introduced yourself, Misaki, would you like to get into our topic? Of course, I'm here for you uh, to support y'all in the podcast today, so let's jump in. Okay, so today's topic is the effect of social media on people. And, well, you must be asking yourself, yourselves why we chose this topic. We chose this topic because it's a problem that affects most kids and teenagers, and also because it affects them in many ways, physically, mentally, and emotionally. Misaki, since you work a lot with education technology companies, uh, how have you seen it change over the years? Well, I mean, you know, I, I graduated from college in 2000, um, actually. And so when I was in college, you know, the internet was still fairly new, uh, maybe about four years old. Like, I still remember when it came out. Um, in high school and you had to dial in you probably don't even know what that is it was called AOL and at that time there wasn't a lot of technology for kids and for teenagers it was literally mostly the internet was for um, if you wanted to learn about something you could go read or um, if you wanted to you know chat like how we're chatting you know in this call or in teams it was uh, a little chat thing, um, but it wasn't really anything for, for young people and for kids. Um, so that, I think, didn't really change until, you know, maybe like mid-2000s, maybe like 2005-ish, 2006, we started to see more of educational technology on the internet and into the schools where you had Apple, you know, really got big at that time with some of the apps and some of the um, developments that Apple did with, you know, AirPlay, with um, even with their, um, what am I trying to say, their their app store. Um, and then, you know, eventually you, you got into the, to the space of Google and for people to be able to create their own content their own apps and their own technology and putting it out there on a play store to sell it and that's really when things took off and now you see so many different types of technology companies you know in education you have you have Flipgrid you know you have even Roblox which is Microsoft you know you have Minecraft you have so many Wow, that, that's really interesting how technology has changed over the past few years and how it's affected our lives. And speaking on that, um, are you specialized in anything in technology-wise? Like, did you study anything in university? And 
If not, did you kind of learn your way around it since you're a camp director and now we depend a lot on technology, for example, us in the virtual Gems camp? Oh, Elizabeth, that's a great question. <laughs> a lot that you put in that sentence. Um, I'm not really a specialist in anything. And I actually like that about myself. I like to learn how to do a lot of different things. And because I like to do a lot of different things, I feel like I can always do anything. So I know a little bit of about lots of different technologies. I'm really into this new metaverse and web 3.0. So I'm currently trying to put myself in spaces where I'm learning, you know, all about that. Um, but uh, I'm not a specialist in, in undergraduate. I studied mathematics and I wanted to do statistics um, for a sports team. That was my goal was to work for the, the NBA or the NFL. Like that's what I wanted to do because I love sports. But I ended up in technology and um, it's just fascinating to me. Like I know we're consumers of technology. We use it all of the time. But when you get into a company and you see the backside of it, the development side, and you get to test the product and you get to go and visit with customers and see how they're using it and you get to observe and you get to hold focus groups and you hear about how, you know, what they would change, what features they don't like. Like that's really fascinating. And that's what STEM is all about. It's, you know, going through this process and this cycle to create things. But once you create something, you should always be trying to make it better and improve it. So now we'll get into the commercials and we'll be right back. Hello, have you ever heard of a place where leaders are formed? Are you kidding? Never? Okay, so I'm here, I'm here to save your life. Because if you don't know about the Gems Camp, you ain't living. The Gems Camp is a place where girls are prepared to be leaders, not any leaders, smart and strong leaders. It focuses on academics, leadership, creativity, service, and career. It puts young girls on a marvelous path to being strong leaders. So you want to be a leader? Go to the GEMS camp and be one. Welcome back, amazing people. Miss Saki, did you ever deal with cyberbullying and how did you deal with it? Oh, see, Elizabeth, look, I should be asking you all that. I'm going to ask you that because, again, when I when the internet came out, we didn't have this. So I was an adult. I was a young adult uh, when the internet came out, like 21, you know, 22. Um, but by the time, you know, the internet fully uh, had, you know, penetrated the world, you know, I was an adult, so I never had to deal with cyberbullying. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you girls, uh, what have you? Have you dealt with that cyberbullying? Like I haven't, but so if like when uh, technology was evolved, you were already an adult. Let's reform that question. Did one of your students ever go through that? Oh yes, absolutely, all of the time. Um, we 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 certainly, you know, as a teacher, I used to be a teacher. And there was always, you know, someone would hack someone's account um, and put, you know, different pictures. Um, so, yeah, I've seen I've seen a lot of that in my time, unfortunately. 
um, and how I dealt with it, you know, just try to always, I, my goal is to always try to be supportive of the victim and always try to seek justice for the perpetrator. Um, even if it's a kid, I think everyone has to have, you know, consequences. I believe in grace and mercy, but I think we always have to, as adults, we have to protect children. Um, so, you know, if something like that happened and I heard about it, I have to make sure that I report it and that I follow up with administration to make sure that something is being done and it's not just being blown off, you know, um, because I take those things very seriously. So, yeah, I think that's all I would have to, you know, say on the topic. Um, but unfortunately, lots of children take their lives, you know, every day in this country and really around the world because of cyberbullying. Students personally, did you give them any advice? Yeah, I mean, a lot of times my advice, Lisbeth, is to, <clears throat> if you don't, I always think about what kind of person, and I would tell my kids, what type of person do you want to be? You know, um, because when you're on the digital, you know, on the internet or whatever, you have a digital footprint. Are you girls familiar with that term? No, we're not. But can you explain it to us? Yeah, of course. So when you think about if you're walking in the sand, you know, and if you ever been to the beach or you walk in the sand, it leaves a footprint, right? Or as you walk. Well, that's what the internet does. Anytime we post something with our name attached to it, a picture, even on TikTok, any of those social media apps, there's something called the digital footprint. That means I have been here. I have walked here. Um, and you have to be careful about what you're leaving behind in those places. Yeah, that's really important so those things also affect mentally and emotionally kids um so an article about the effects of social media on teenagers show that kids and teenagers who use social media the most have negative effect on their grades even if like once in a in 15 minutes or 30 minutes they look at their phones it has a negative impact on their rates mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well that's an interesting sounding article i'd love nora at, you know for you to share that with me i've heard this before but i don't know the specific research however i do believe that that's some truth to it you know um, if you think about social media and the images, you know, if you Google beautiful right now, beautiful woman, I want you to see what returns. I want you to see, go to Google images and do that. I want you to see what types of pictures return, right? And, and so there's this, these algorithms work to create um, returns or based on what people are saying and how they're defining beauty and i'm using beauty as an example right so what's your opinion on that what is the tip for kids and teenagers to reduce their social media time i see a lot of kids especially girls worrying so much about you know what they look like or their clothes or their, the size of their nose even teenagers now are starting to get nose jobs you know and 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 all sorts of things to their bodies because of social media and certainly the more you're distracted on things like that of course of course i think it impacts your grade yes 
So, also now I have a question for you. Like, what do you see on social media that is a very positive thing that like affects children grades but in a positive way? I don't know if I've seen anything educational that affects children. I know I like the humans of New York. I feel like they do a great job using social media in a positive way, just showing like the human uh, the humanness in people and how we've kind of with technology we're losing, you know, what makes us human and what's what are those beautiful things that distinguish us from machines and programs, right? And so that humans of New York I think doesn't a, a brilliant job of capturing everyday people and doing everyday things, you know, walking their dog, uh, watering the lawn. And it's just so beautiful, the images, and it kind of helps, you know, I think they have millions of followers, but it just really helps you stop and think about what's important in life. Um, I don't know of anything for young people, but I think that would be something great for people like you, you know, to start creating like these movements where, you know, you all are using social media in a positive way to lift each other up and put some good messages out there yeah i agree that there is a lot of good in social media but i feel like because of kids and young teenagers being in social media maybe not at a ripe enough age sometimes the message can lose its actual meaning and sometimes it's just about getting the perfect picture but not actually enjoying the view metaphorically Oh, that was beautifully stated. <laughs> thank you. Uh, thank you so much for coming along in the podcast. Yes, thank you so much. Your participation was amazing. Thank you for your comments. And we will see you all amazing people on our next, next podcast. Goodbye. Thank you all so much. Thank you.